Jamie Ramos. There oh she God. is. Hey. Perfect. Okay. Hi, Jamie. You're back. Can you hear me. Yeah. I can yeah. hear you. How do you get on gallery view? Gallery view. On oh, the phone. It's in the corner. Oh, on the phone. I don't on think you phone. can. Oh, on the phone. Oh, you have to swipe. Yeah, you can. You swipe a little on. right. Yeah. But it only oh, lasts four at a time, Kimmy. You can't. And you're yes. always one of your own views, which is dumb. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe, but I'm we, swollen from the weekend, so you don't need to have me up there. It's fine. Did you I see my double so- chin in my freaking video with my son? I'm like, why did I put the phone at that angle? No. Terrible. Ugh. And he was adorable, and it was a great video, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Or a> dragon. <laughs> this lady said to me, well, at the aquarium, do you want to take a look at this? I mean, it might not be, you might want to stand a little. And I was like, Oh my God, are you trying to tell me my love handles are in there? You'd be such a good friend, but really nobody looks no. at me. She's in a mermaid tail in a wheelchair. It's fine. No, I got Thank it. It's fine. Love I'm my love handles. I'm not the focus, handles. ma'am. I'm not the focus. <laughs> okay. Let's pause this biatch. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table for our next series. This is how we do it. Um, Tonight, we are going to be talking about everyone's favorite potty training, (laughs) your kids. It's so fun. Takes so long. We're going to give you our best tips and maybe not so best tips. And maybe some tears. And maybe some tears. And maybe some poop stories. Maybe some poop stories. We're all in different phases of this. Tonight, we're going to start with Jamie. She has her son who is potty trained and her daughter who is in process. (laughs) So let us know how it went with your kiddos. All the poop. We're all in process here. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure, fine potty training. Okay, so potty training is going to be the demise of me in this life. I (laughs) I agree. My So with my son who is atypical he is on the autism spectrum when he was 18 months because that's before I really knew that he had autism or anything like that a little after that we figured out that he had at least some sort of developmental delay but I had nannied a ton I've potty trained several kids before I at least helped the parents so I was part of their potty training (laughs) and so I've done different methods I've done different things and so I introduced him to a potty at 18 months old not potty training but I had a potty around all these things I had this whole plan (laughs) (laughs) so I around 18 months when my son he's six now um but my journey he's six and a half now so my journey started around 18 months with him and then I tried around two but it was just clear with my son he had no clue there wasn't like an interest in the bathroom anything like that so I just knew that he didn't even get it like he was not ready so I tried a little bit wasn't gonna work like mostly just me trying to put him on the toilet really just more so freaked him out than anything. And so then I waited around three, we tried again. It just wasn't working. And then I was getting frustrated. So I just knew we needed to stop again. So I think it was about, wait, Jame, are you like a Cheerios in the toilet mom? Are you like lots and tons of water and we go so, every minute or what, what do you, what's your, in method? the beginning, it was just like, when I would start. So when I start potty training, just from what I've learned, it's just like introducing things in the potty showing them how we go potty. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lots we never got that open. far technically yet. Like we, cause there was just nothing. He just was like, what are you even talking about? So when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, this has to be it. Can't have two kids in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Too expensive. So that's when I went all for it <laughs> and we did all this stuff. And yeah, so I gave him a ton to drink. I put him on the potty every like 30 minutes, stuff like that. He like, wouldn't really go or he would just have accidents all the time. So then I got nervous about just taking away the pull up or diaper because then you're just cleaning up pee all the time. Oh yeah. Still my life. So uh that was not smart. Um so that didn't work out. So then around <laughs> after my daughter was four uh, born, it was when my son was four and a half. We went for I read the book. I read the three day potty training system book. Oh, I don't yeah. know. There's a few of the three day potty tra- training systems. And I can't remember the exact name of this book, but I'm pretty sure it's called three day potty training, but there's a lot of them. But this lady has this whole idea that like you put them in underwear, you take them that first morning, you show them the toilet, you throw away the pull-ups or diapers. That's it. You're done. I was going to do this. I was all committed. I had all the treats ready, everything. 
potty room, the re- the rooms just set up so they they don't really go around. You keep them all. You're constantly watching them. You're watching them for these signs. So basically, your kid starts peeing, standing in the kitchen, watching TV, wherever, and you pick them up and you run to the toilet. No joke. This is the trauma. <laughs> and you're constantly asking them, "Let me know if you need to go potty." You're constantly saying, "Like, let me know, let me know." This was a disaster. <laughs> I scared the crap like out of my son, This probably. is published? This is a thing. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people use it and swear by it. That's yeah. how I found out about it. And she even puts in there, by this time, we pretty much knew my son was on the spectrum. We were waiting for the official diagnosis. We only yeah. had the school diagnosis. And she's like, it works with autistic kids too. And I'm like, okay. Like she mentioned autism. No one else really does in those books and stuff. And so all my son learned how to do from that was to hold it. He wouldn't go. So we end up at the doctor because I'm worried now that my kid won't pee. I was worried that he had a infection or something. So at his school, his para was like, just send him an underwear. He's doing great at school because she can pay attention to him all day and just put him Mm -hmm. on the potty. But at home, it was hard for me. I had a little baby and him. And so I couldn't always catch, you know, when he was going. And so he was doing fine at school, but at home, so I'm like, I know you can do this kid. So after we ended up at the doctor, I was like scarred. I felt horrible. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like the worst mom. And so we waited a few weeks. Then one weekend I left him home with my husband. My husband put him on the potty every 30 minutes. And then my son was potty trained. Oh, but I really do think it was just like, Oh, I think, (laughs) but I do think, so I had tried that. I had tried that. I had tried everything. I tried that. I think it was probably by that point I had been like scarred. There was some other potty issues. I don't want to, I don't like to get too much into that stuff with my son just because he's a human and I don't want, um, that necessarily on the internet world. But like, I think there was just like, I was triggered by potty stuff and Mm -hmm. I had anxiety. And even though Mm -hmm. I tried in front of him, I was putting on a happy face. I was being like the best me I thought I could be, but I'm sure he could just feel my anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I think he needed that gap in time. I think he needed that break. He had learned. I taught him how to hold it. I did teach him that. (laughs) How how old was he when he was fully trained? So he was fully trained by four and a half. Um, although technically to some of the therapists, he's still not fully trained because he won't wipe and flush. Like we have to still instruct him like, Hey, make sure you wipe, make sure you do this. And, um, they, that's, they worked with him standing up, going to the bathroom. I'm like, I don't care if the kid ever stands up. Don't, yeah. that's not a worry of mine. So things like that, like some people are like, Oh, well let's finish up this training. And I'm like, from where we were to where we are, I'm great. It was just a whole thing, but I do recommend a lot of liquids. They have to, I always tell people. They have to understand the connection between I'm drinking something, it's going through my body, that feeling, mm-hmm. and then I'm releasing on the toilet. Like that's the biggest thing they have to learn. And I did eventually teach them that through that scary three-day thing that just wasn't for my kid overall. <laughs> but I will say it did help. It did teach him how to hold it. He never had accidents at night. So that system must work for like a lot of typical kids. My sister used the same t- technique on her son who's typical. Mm-hmm. She had a potty train in a few days. With my daughter, I seriously thought like, it's going to be no problem. She understood. She was curious about us going to the bathroom at one. She was so into it. I had the little potty from when my son was little. I would show her. I put her on and off that. She was like excited about it for a little bit. But now we're at this place where like she goes to school. She wears, we have her in underwear, but she still has a lot of accidents at home. She doesn't want to stop playing to go potty. Like I think of a lot of typical things with potty training, which were with my son too. He didn't want to stop and go. So I thought it would be a lot easier with her because she's typical and she is so aware and she completely understands what it is. She talks to me about it. We have communication about it, but it's not just, it's just, it's such a mental thing for these kids. It's well, it's a control thing too. It's a mm-hmm. control thing. And it's the first it's thing training. that we like push them on with their bodies. And so I, it's with both my kids, I try to be very aware of that and be like, well, this is your body and let's learn how our body functions and all that stuff. So. She's okay at school. No accidents. She's had a couple accidents at school. Um, but with both of those, it's been like, I gotta go, which she doesn't do this with me. And they like try to rush her. And then she's at accidents. So I'm like, that's better than at home. And they're yeah. really, they're really kind about it. Luckily. Cause the worst thing, if anyone's a caretaker out there and the parents are having a hard time potty training their kid, do not give them crap about it. it yeah. Yeah. Literally, please keep the crap no. out of it. Not yeah. the pictures, not the whole story. Yeah. None of it. We had the same um, kind of, I don't know, with Nixon, we started probably around two and a half with him. And we kind of were in the same space where he didn't have a diagnosis. We didn't know, but he was nonverbal. 
And so a lot of it was like showing, modeling. And with him, we got a great tip from a friend who has four neurotypical boys. And she was like, put Cheerios in the toilet. They like to pee on things. So that helped visually, I think, for him to like see something to aim for and it be exciting. And he's really receptive to a lot of excitement and praise so if you get really excited about something he's really excited Battle about it down. yeah we're like yeah that's great so we use that tool for him um, we did the every 30 minutes to the potty but we tried we tried a couple times we went back to it we stopped we went back to it because he wasn't same thing he wasn't really ready or like grasping the other thing we did with him he had like sensory stuff for sitting And I think it was like the emptiness underneath him that was strange. And so he never, he always stood from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning, which was actually good, but then it didn't really translate to the other part. So we had some, it was a long process for him. I should have said too, the sounds it's so loud. Oh yeah. From the flushing. That was a big thing for Jesse. And we didn't know that at first. Yeah. But the non, we, Jesse was pretty much nonverbal too. He would say individual words, but nothing to do with any of that. It's yeah, so hard when they can't tell you. And yes, you, you're not sure yeah. they're understanding. And it's really on a time thing. You just got to go every 30 minutes because they can't tell you that they need to go. Um, and then we use some there's these really cool cooling pull ups, which I think help with nonverbal kiddos that when they go, it actually gets cold. And so it helps like connect that sensation of going and that something's happening in their body, you know, so that actually helped a lot too to kind of what you had where it was like learning to hold it he seemed to like connect that feeling to going so but I will tell you some of my worst mothering moments have been around poop Mm -hmm. I absolutely there's certain things I just cannot handle in my life and I freak the living beep out when it comes to (laughs) that situation I just can't I can't and Nick is one of those bleeps yeah, poop. I can't. Thanks, I can't. I've I can't. cried over poop many times. <laughs> yeah. Lost my crap and cried. And pounding is so hard. <laughs> it takes so much practice, and you don't know what you're doing, and you're just trying things. Our daughter is getting there. She definitely knows way ahead of Nixon, time frame wise, like how it all works. Like she'll take her pull up off. She can take her clothes on and off. We had that issue too. Like gross motor um wise he needed same same um it was just it's just a terrible situation but it took us probably I want to say about a year and a half to be fully fully from beginning to the end trying it so but the tips were Cheerios in the toilet those cooling pull-ups amazing definitely try those for nonverbal kiddos because I think it helps helped us anyway I just say it's just so like for us it was just so hard and I know all our kids are different but at that time in Jesse's life it there just was no communication it wasn't even that he was non-speaking he didn't interact with us so it yeah. was really hard and thinking back on that time I think like it was a hard time in general and then connecting the potty train with that it's like yeah so yeah well and you're trying to do things on the time frame that the books yes. tell you that you're supposed to do it like your kid should start potty training in 18 months and you're like okay let's do this let's try it And then it's like, no, this isn't working at all. And then you have to pause and then go back to it, which we were kind of like, okay, with after trying it. Well, that's a nice thing they tell you in the books is just to stop. Yeah. And then go back. But then you have like, our doctor was like, no, just keep going. And I was like, no, I'm not listening to you. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I might lose my mind. I'm not doing that. The books all scar me. All of them. We can talk about them in each section. I've read every book. None of them match up with autism. <laughs> God, I feel lazy. Makes me feel so lazy when I think about this. Stuff. Oh, well, what did we might as well just jump to you, Jen? Jen did the ideal way. I almost paid someone. Hire Marley. Hire Marley. I had um, a, a, just a caregiver that had a way with her at the time where she could actually get her to try things. I went away on a business trip and I came back three days later and she was fully potty trained. In my defense, let me give myself a little defense here. She only drank, <laughs> she only drank milk because she was four and she didn't eat any solid food. So she didn't really eat food. She only drank milk. So, you know, she's on a bottle all the time. I don't know. It just never even crossed my mind to sure. I bought the little potty and I just didn't, 
I didn't care enough to, it just wasn't a battle I even cared to have. You know, I was yeah by myself working full time, driving my kid to Marley's house in the morning and then backtracking 30 miles to go to work. Like it was just, it was the last thing on my mind. It was not the last thing on Marley's mind. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness and, for Marley. Thank God. So I came home and she said, don't you dare put a pull up on her. I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> And that was it. She's like, you need to put her on the potty every 30 minutes and she will go to the bathroom. And she did. And I, I didn't go back from there, but I don't know. She'd probably still be in a pull up now. And I don't mean that to any disrespect to people who have children. Um, I want to be very clear. I I don't mean that in that way. It's just, I literally don't have it in me for that kind of stuff. I'm not consistent. I mean, sure. I would have potty trained her, but did she show show any signs of like readiness or anything? None. Just, I mean, it just wasn't, just wasn't it actually wasn't even on my radar I mean she was four but she was still in you know a full-time battle she wasn't eating food she was still very much a baby baby to me but Marley just didn't treat her that way I mean even so she Marley had that has this nook that her husband built like an eating nook for their family and she had an in-home daycare and all the kids had to sit together in this nook for lunch and Kaya had her bottle but she's like she still sits there for lunchtime and she doesn't leave till the kids eat their lunch. That was the deal that like, that was the rule. None of the kids got up until everybody was finished their lunch. So just cause she swigged a bottle back like a whiskey shot didn't mean she got to get up from the table. You know what I mean? So those were just her rules and she just had her for three days straight. Well, there is that thing with like the maturity, like very recently yeah. I looked at a picture of my son at three and then a picture of my daughter who's mm. typical, but she's also like, there's different big differences between girls and boys, but I look at him in that picture and he looks like a baby to me because he was just so behind in like a lot of the social interactive things that we treated him more like a baby. And especially when it's your first child or your only child, you don't have that urgency because you're like, well, they're still drinking from a bottle. They're still doing that. You know, they're not talking. And so you kind of wake up one day and you're like, for us, it was like, oh, preschool's coming up another baby's coming up. We should probably trigger to work on potty training with my daughter. We knew because there was those natural signs of curiosity. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, okay, so it's time to start working on that. And I think maybe with someone else, it's a little bit easier. Like it's not yeah. their kid. Yeah. It's just yep. a, yep. And, and not taking any, you know, <laughs> credit away from her. I'm going to be very clear. <laughs> like that's a badass thing to do. You know, three, she also got high off her bottle. So not just potty trained her, but in a separate business trip, I went away and she just took her bottle away. Now I'm sure in her head, the theory was, well, she'll start eating food, right? But really what it did was eliminate the milk from her diet, which she needed. Cause the doctor said like, you can't, cause she wasn't pooping, but she, was, she wasn't mm. pooping cause she was drinking a gallon of milk a day. You know what I mean? So it was like, how old was she when she went off the bottle? A four as well. Alyssa too. Yeah. Four as well. Which again, I came home from a business trip and she said, don't you dare. And by the way, I threw every bottle in your house in the garbage. So there's no <laughs> bottles. And I was like, don't buy one. She's like, throw me business. <laughs> I need Marley to come do that with me and the sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. get, get us all on track, Marley. <laughs> yeah. We really need Marley. <laughs> what about Marley. you, Kim? You've had uh, the whole gamut of experience in this department with your kiddos. Yes. With Alyssa, she sat at school when she was three, developmental preschool, something very comparable to that. And a few days in, or maybe a weekend, they were like, oh, we want you to send underwear. And I was like, why? <laughs> I mean, she just wasn't, I mean, she was just, she has severe autism. And everything that I was told was like, a lot of these kids don't even get potty trained. I mean, the information was a lot different then because there was no internet. There was no groups. It was just what the specialist told you. And you know what I mean? What you looked up on the internet was basically like an encyclopedia thing. There was no like... <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? There yeah. was no, you know, she just wasn't aware. Like you couldn't really talk to her. She was nonverbal. So she couldn't communicate it. And like you said, Janet, like, honestly, it wasn't really a priority at all for us at that time. We were just trying to make it through the day with everybody being in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know, okay. I thought they were crazy, but I got the underwear and I sent it. She didn't go at first, but she, she never had an accident. Even from day one, she held it. And she held it all day at school. So she would leave for school at 8.30 in the morning and come home at 2.30 and had never gone to the bathroom once. Now, the second I got her, a pull-up one on her because she'd just be peeing all over my floors. And I wasn't like, it was hard enough to get her to keep a pull-up on at that time and not be naked. So yes. I was like, no, pull-up um, is going on. There's no way she's going to go potty for us. Like, it's just not going to happen. 
and then you know I'm not really sure exactly how long it took it it wasn't long but probably a few weeks I'd say like four to six weeks she started going at school and she still wouldn't go at home so still she went to school they finally broke her you know they finally they finally broke her more Kool-Aid Kool-Aid only pee though she'd only pee she wouldn't poop there so that you know so she'd never poop she didn't poop at school from those hours so when she got home she'd get a pull-up on and then I was in the shower one day and she came in and she sat on the toilet and she went pee she was three years and three months and I was like she just peed I yelled oh my god (laughs) she potty trained herself (laughs) we're like like, I got this it's fine take a shower you're gonna go pee (laughs) so she just and it just kind of went from there although poop was a different story because although she would pee at home she wouldn't poop on the potty so what we would do is like when we were home she would be in underwear or nothing and then when we're out she would do a pull-up but what she started to do is she would poop because her diet was very very restricted so her poop was like hard rocks pebbles. Mm-hmm. she never had messy ones they were always just very anyone who deals with kids in constipation I, like, I used to think exactly. Kaya's poop would shatter the toilet like <laughs> you could yeah. be so hey, marble dropping you can pick mm-hmm. those poop off the floor do. a lot easier <laughs> yes <laughs> true yes you can it's true jamie literally no mess so like what she would do is she's so funny so she would poop in the corner somewhere and she'd put something over it like a piece of paper a sock something she knew so when you're like it. you'd be i'd be like cleaning up and i'd pick something up and i'd be like oh there we go but it wasn't it was no clean you just wiped it up and that was it with the wipey that was it so it took a long time for that but probably was around four when she started doing that but um you know, from everything we were told, like that was really good for her level of autism that she had and her level of not being able to communicate. I have no complaints as far as that. I think that we really, really lucked out in that area. And then, like I said, she never really had accidents. Like she just, so what would happen was we were going out and then one day we were out like the whole entire day, like 10 hours. And I'm like, oh, her pull-up's dry. So she was holding it even when we were out. So I'm like, oh, we can't do a pull-up anymore because five or six hours is one thing, but like 10 to 12 hours is, you know what I mean? And she'd never be able to tell you if she had signs of a UTI or anything. So then we just kind of stopped and there was, it was really never an issue. We obviously have to make sure she goes to the bathroom. Even now, like sometimes if she starts getting irritated about something, you know, we'll ask her, you know, do you have to, it's always hungry. Do you have to go to the bathroom? And that was how that went. And then <laughs> with my, with my son, he did this thing and I just, I, cause I want all parents to know about this. This is a thing that most kids do. I call it the honeymoon phase where they, he was about two and a half. I was pregnant with Alyssa and he started to go potty. And I thought this was great. Two and a half. And my mother, we lived with my mother. She had a big house with an upstairs bathroom. So every time we had to run up the stairs, put him on the potty. And he was, you know, he was all excited. And that lasted about six days. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he was like, forget this stuff. Like, this takes too much time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what happens is like, you're, you're all excited and it's like a new thing. And then yeah. they're excited. But then they, when they realize how much work potty training is, like <laughs> they have to remember, they have to stop what they're doing. Like it's, it really, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it is a lot of work for them. So then they're like, forget it. And also a lot of people seem to think that they should really get their child potty trained while they're pregnant. Not a Whoa. good idea. The chances of a regression are so high that once a baby's born, yeah. that they're going to go backwards. Obviously if they're ready and they're kind of really doing on their own, you should, you know, follow their lead. But like, I wouldn't push it if they're not showing the signs because it's going to probably come back at you. <laughs> so then he had to be potty trained to start his new school at 2.9 or at three. And so at 2.9, I started really trying to train him because he wasn't going to be able to go to the school. 2.9 is like one of my favorite to. things. Like stop 2.9. Life, stop life, stop I have your point. I'm almost there. <laughs> he was 2.9. One of so my favorite things was about born. Her. And I did everything you can think of. We had we had a sticker chart. We did stars. We did prizes, bribery, yeah. anything. You, he just wouldn't. He would not do it, no matter what. And then after like maybe two months, I was just like, I I'm done. Like I I don't feel. I'm just gonna have to find another school. Like I don't know. What to do. so <laughs> we don't. We don't know. So- he turned three in July and then school started in September. So like, I still had some time, but like, yeah. you know, when it, at that moment, it doesn't feel like it. It just feels like, yep. you feel like, so like, yes. 
Yeah. You, you got to get this under control. We only have this many months. Literally woke up. This was the day he turned three. He woke up and he goes, I got to pee. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. He literally was potty trained like within that week. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, had I need potty. these kids that just have <laughs> I to do this one day. Pantry, so if he was playing outside, he could come right. That was his thing. If he was playing outside, he didn't want to have to come in because he was afraid that he would be able to go back out. I'm like, nope, potty right here. You know, and the outside kid. <laughs> and it was like really With like a boy, I, I guess that's easier there's everything. a bush pull it out have at her buddy there's <laughs> but a the girl i tried everything you could think of and that's so easy wouldn't do it but now mm. when you fast forward to my daughters um kara oh, and lexi were two years apart kara literally was like the most independent toddler you'd ever meet oh. in your life she literally like she was out of the high chair she was out of the cat like she wanted to do dress herself like she was wanted to do everything herself she wanted to go on the potty and I'm like okay at two years old she was potty trained and mm-hmm. I'm not even going to take credit because she did it herself like she just wanted to do it and I'm like okay sure you know and then when Lexi came along because she saw her sister doing it all the time she wanted to do it you know god forbid Kira does something that Lexi doesn't get to do <laughs> <laughs> the baby and, yeah and it was the same thing I mean and then it's like a circus you're in the bathroom that you get the two little ones in the bathroom with you like you can't get you know, I can't know. <laughs> They have so much exposure to it at that age because they don't leave you alone. And she did the same thing. She kind of just wanted to go and they were really easy to put. I don't even think I can take credit for it. They literally trained themselves, but they're also different. You know, they're yeah, also different. Yeah. Sometimes you push them. The more you push them, the more they push back. So I do yes. think they're going to do it when they're ready. I mean, yeah. I know that yeah. sometimes if they would be forever to pull it, but there is going to be a point for a typical child. It is very different for children with special needs, mm-hmm. but for yeah. a typical child, eventually they don't want to be wet. You know what I mean? Where like, I think Tabs, you were saying sometimes, you know, our kiddos don't even feel that sensation that they go. They don't have that trigger yeah. in general. The, my daughter's not about being wet. She'll just be <laughs> she on the floor somewhere instead. She doesn't give <laughs> a rip. But my daughter's a lot like Kira, everything else. She likes, she wants to dress herself. She wants to be everything. She's so independent, but it's just around the potty. And I feel like, I mean, I've tried not to push her. So I don't know what it is, but it's like, I think it is just a control thing. And I think she's a daughter and she secretly wants to piss me off. So <laughs> she piss on the floor. Yeah. And I can, say, floor. I can say, baby um, Kaya showed her the TikTok. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm gonna... sorry, James. Cause I, you know, I'm worried about at school when it's going to be well they're only gonna do that once aren't they <laughs> I, can, I can also say from running a daycare and working in daycare for a lot of years that there are kids that just won't do it there are yeah. kids that are just it's usually boys some boys just don't literally they don't care they don't care so um we they do come care. to a point where we're like just send them in underwear just send them in underwear and lots of extra clothes and usually that does the trick but they have to be like somewhat ready yeah understand it's when they're inconsistent and like going one day then not the next then you know they yeah that's when like we usually do that and what we do is when they have accidents we make them change their own clothes and they hate that Mm. you know because yeah especially mm, yeah. boys they don't want to spend all that time in the bathroom when they could be like playing or they have <laughs> outside well and I understand those boys because I think as a parent like for me with both my kids it's like well diapers are kind of nice we can travel we don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about running to the potty all the time like yeah. I mean, or if there is a potty holy yeah. hell that's the worst. oh yeah I mean potty training oh look at every bathroom we put city. a little person every on that dirty nasty. public nasty oh toilet oh. like yeah. <laughs> we went I to a children's park children's park one time no bathroom oh we the have to go our so bathrooms what like get uh yeah oh the locked bathrooms yeah, yeah our parks don't really have this next city over that's a little nicer we usually go there to hang out they have nice <laughs> the worst is if you go somewhere with an outhouse Oh, oh we've yeah. had those moments jesse went to like a never well, my son would never that was his first time standing <laughs> oh, so my husband had to yeah so how did it go for you rachel seely girl well first <laughs> oh. <laughs> i mean i know that this is just a thing but i just want to show this i know it's a podcast that's my notes for she's got a page, much to talk about page of notes people page of notes i've got a page of notes here so basically number one I can own my place in this. As I've listened to you guys, I don't push, I didn't do, I went with the flow, like blah, blah, blah. 
this can be a long-winded story with some tips and tricks in here, but essentially I deep down in my core believe that kids are done when they're done and they're ready when they're goddamn ready. Now, this is a mom with a six-year-old with a nookie. So like eh, you, if you don't like that um, approach. <laughs> approach. Secondly, <laughs> I, this is a manual coming to you yes. soon. Secondly, I own the fact that I myself, Rachel Flanagan, have like some deep-seated potty issues. Okay. I did not go at school until I was menstruating. They have like a discussion and a neighborhood know that like when Rachel gets off the bus, she runs this fast when it's flat. And then she walks up the hill on the driveway like this. And then by the time anybody's here, if you came home with my brother or sister, you're going to see my butt cheeks because I drop trowel as I kick the shoes off and I try and like into the bathroom to like let her buck. Okay. I do not like to public pee. This has hindered my life in such a way that God forbid you have to midday poop and you're at work. I leave the building. Okay. Leave the building. I did not want to paralyze my daughter with this baggage. I can't forward this baggage. So I decided that like come hell or high water, we would public pee together. Since then I've changed to tampon, pooped and peed all at the same target stop. Okay. <laughs> Curtsy. <laughs> that all being said, I also handed my mom, my diapers at 18 months old and said no more diapers and walked away. So when before mommy, or after Rachel, I'm the middle but they, the middle, right? me, so they had okay, like yeah. this different okay. skill set, you know, like right. right there in the center. So basically I, when Celie showed that she was into it, I thought like, oh my God, here's my answered prayer baby that I bought. It's going to go great. She's so interested. We have the Daniel Tiger flush flush book. We have, <laughs> we talk about it. We do <laughs> all the things. I mean, I've probably been up and down a urethra either like on the magic school bus or some other YouTube. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying if that's fact, out there. Go check it out. Magic school bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Link will be in the description up. if you need it. You're welcome. Get that link in the yeah. If that's real. I don't know. If not, you know, I found some Dr. Binox that talks about it. Anyhow, we've been pretty fact-based, pretty like, oh, you're interested. Look, you could just sit and there's a hole there. It holds your pee pee. Watch this. Like we'd fill it up. We'd play. Like it was very casual because she was so into it. And then it stopped. I had to go back to the freaking duct tape in a 380 around the dipe to keep it on because little stripper. Okay. Mm. 380, because if you leave a gap, if you only do the sides, if you think you're getting fresh with that duct tape, like just a little bit skosh here and there. Oh, I'll forget about it. You'll pay. Okay. She could pee like a fire hose. She would poop like a hot mess. Limited diet did equate to marble poops for us eventually, but there was some nasty things going on in that system of hers. Oh, still scarred, still smell it. So eventually we learned that all of this was like probably a second marked regression because of her interest, ability, going to the potty. She had no freaking idea that you drink and you pee and you drink and you pee no, no. matter no. if no. Miss Frizzle taught her. Okay. No. So then eventually she got to like dry at night and I sort of took notice and dry at night really means something because she never did sleep. So dry at night with no potty breaks, we weren't using it as a stall technique. Like it was gone. She didn't pee at night. Then she wouldn't pee before daycare. And then she's in pull-ups and she's on the diaper names wall, not the big kids potty wall. Cause they have like this list of like who to change, who to check in with. Cause there's like AIDS floating through that daycare. She knew she was on the diaper wall and she's like, so she just learned how to go pee in the toilet. And that was all good in the hood until she decided to hold her poop and bring them home like a goddamn treasure for me. So then she was the like squatter. I know exactly what I'm doing and I don't want to do it your way. Your way is so stupid. So I'm going to take all the toys out of the toy bin and I'm going to go take a deuce in there and I'm going to move it all around in there. And then you're going to want to set fire to the thing. And it's likely flammable, bad diet. Like it was awful. It was awful. I didn't have ask Jeeves or whatever Kim had. I didn't have the understanding of like Pinterest and it's re endless resources. I was just 
trying to read my kid. And it was a mess. It was a mess. We always had problems that obviously now are sensory, but we had, we, we called still those struggles though to go to the bathroom. We called those things quirks. Oh, she will hold a poop. Okay. So let me just quickly tell us. Rachel too. calls and says on FaceTime, Barack Obama poops, right? I'm like, yes, he does. And Celia's like, what? I'm like, Barack Obama poops. No, he doesn't. I'm like, yes, he does. She's like, he poops like he poops and then she pooped then she pooped and she was so proud of herself because she pooped like Barack Obama now we call auntie Jen when she's been holding deuce for a while because it's miserable for her we have to figure it out we have Mm -hmm. to solve the problem for her and it has to go like diet down we cannot I mean god Mm -hmm. forbid I put anything in there to solve that problem I mean this is a thing we've been dealing with this these poops how old was she when she was trained she got off the diaper wall and onto the I think four wow all of us were four yeah (laughs) we were four and a half oh wait I am talking about like a deep deep damn interest you could have thought that my kid would be potty trained by 18 and a half months funny though Mm -hmm. that's funny he was like this. Yeah. And if you can't see this in a video or you can't blur that, <laughs> I just spoke sign language with a bird. It's a middle. Middle bird. Middle bird. Uh, it's just so hard because our kids, even if, I think if they want to, it's just so hard to regulate themselves. Yeah. So regulating that aspect of their bodies, but Jess will still hold it in. It's if like, if we're there somewhere or I know he will not go number two at school. He always comes home and goes, mm-hmm. um, but there's been times you want to throw a party because your kid pooped. Because you're <laughs> oh my so god, call this, call this auntie. Raw. Yeah. So I want to real quick talk about poop, just real quick, because Jame, I know we we, <laughs> Let's we have do a it. thread and we, we joke because you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like poop to Jesse Walk. And all of us are like, no, you know, we can feel it. But also with our kiddos, as you've all said, they'll hold it. And my daughter's 11, she'll be 12 in April. And I have to do two poop smears on her. This I've been, I mean, how many weeks has it been? I've not not collected the poop, but yeah. for so many years, she didn't go to the bathroom that now when she does, there's a, you know, you can smell the blood when you get near the toilet. It is so much blood in the toilet. So they need yeah. two swabs of her poop, which I have to catch. I'm like, come on. In the hat. Like, it's like, she never has it. We're, ne- we're never going to get that poop. <laughs> Just so everyone is clear. What kind of task is that? Oh, come, come on. on. Come on. You know how we got Alyssa's poop? Because we had to do a poop sample for her and we shut the water off. <laughs> oh, so the toilet's a bad thing. Oh, Kaya won't tell me when she's going poop, though. She will not. Oh, it doesn't matter. She actually won't pee when she's pooping. So it's like, isn't that weird? She will not go pee if she has to poop. She'll hold her pee. She'll poop, get up, make me wipe her, the whole routine, and then sit back down to pee. So I don't ever know. But she like, can't flush it if there's no water. Yeah. You only get I'm not turning off my water. I'll be clear, everyone. My water is not being turned <laughs> off. They can wait well, for just, that poop sample. Off, I'm just kidding. It just shuts <laughs> off the so it just shuts off the toilet water and you can turn it right back on. There's a knob on the bottom of the, I will have Neil FaceTime you and show you how to do it. I was like, you've it. met me, right? Yeah. Okay, no, you get Neil. I could do it, and that's what we had to do when I had to like Go in the bathroom. It's a really time. good idea, actually, because if she you can say it is, so really open the Crown Royal. I'm going around. to touch somebody else's poop tonight. Then you can turn and off the water. Her, it, 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 the, the touching her poop actually, it does. I mean, she's my kid. It really doesn't. I mean, it stinks, but it does not bother me. Yeah, but it's more of a blood uh, smell. I mean, it's her little bum is. Yeah. He said there's just a fissure that hasn't healed from mm-hmm. all of the years of straining. It just needs a little nip-tuck surgery. I'm like, if you're nip-and-tucking, can you do my stomach? Like, real quick, two for one. <laughs> Roll me in there. A twofer. Roll me in there. They suggested no. Tibby was um, no. saran wrap, but like Alyssa- Yes, was, but the problem is she doesn't tell me when she's pooping. So like she would pee and it would splash up and then it would, then she wouldn't go pee again. That's the problem, yeah. like- Alyssa wouldn't go on the saran wrap. That was not happening. So, like, I know there's like bags or something, but yeah, like you, if you this don't know. This all sounds doing. terrible. What kind of. Because she doesn't. This is our lives. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't say I have to poop or I have to pee. It's literally when yep. she sits down. Well, I it's mean, too late. It's too late. <laughs> I have just another layer of this because maybe we can just calm Rachel down. Maybe we can't. But guys, <laughs> don't you feel like potty training is one thing, but self-care and hygiene is a whole other. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. I just, that's what they're talking to us about. Like finishing up the potty training is like most yeah, of like I, the wiping, the washing hands after. And it's like, no, just go in uh, the potty. I'm, I'm good there. <laughs> like for right now. I mean, I want the self-care stuff, but it's a whole, that's a whole nother yeah, battle. Self-care is hard. Yeah. That's, that's not potty training. Jesus Christ. We have the assessment to, okay. So Seely Flanagan has autism in addition to these other things. And many of those things have a diagnosis paperwork and many of those things are lifelong conditions. So it just chaps my rear end that we have to re- reapply for this stuff tomorrow. We have to, it's our date. So like reassessment to prove her genetics are still the same that carry the autism because that's proven by the Mayo Clinic here on page 50 freaking four. But I digress. In that we have all these points given and taken away for activities of daily living and self-care and all these skills and things that like a six-year-old may or may not need help with versus a five or a seven, you know, like as it were. And like my kid is capable of doing a good front to back when she decides. And then she has it in her head because other people let her because they don't want to be wiping a little girl, like of all the things that could happen or go wrong or be accused. Like I'm sure that people would just rather say, I'm not doing that, but this is a matter of her needs. She is capable. And then when she leaves it wet, we've got like a whole world of problems that require a whole additional level of attention and care and a whole other additional level of potential trauma. Like just the whole thing is just such a freaking nightmare. Do I need to wipe my kid? No. Do I need to wipe my kid to keep that other thing from happening? Yes. Every damn time. And being understood at that level is so frustrating. And I feel like it's only going to be worse as she's older. I'm like, God damn it. I'm just, is this true? Somebody fix it. Calm it down. Calm me down. We never know what our kids are going to be able to do. That's what I think. No, but like, like Jen, you've wiped Kaya. She's older. Just do you have other people help with this? So at school last year, her EA told me she'll wipe herself if she goes potty. She cannot wipe herself if she goes poop. At home, mama do it. I mean, there's there's no her wiping the potty. She will yeah. not wipe herself at home. And I know a lot of people think, make her wipe herself. Ladies, have my back here. She will not wipe herself at home. There yeah. is no if, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if her mind is made up. It's made up. That's yeah. it? Yeah. So, but at school, her EA used to wipe her if she, but very rarely would she go uh, number two at school. We're at the point where it's all prompted. So if we know, like I do know Jesse goes about the same time because he won't go at school. So it's a little, it's usually shortly after school. And so I have to go in the bathroom and prompt him or bring him back in the bathroom because I know, cause he doesn't flush. So I know <laughs> that he did, but it was a goal of his in therapy to work on that. And so he can do mm-hmm. the actual act of doing it. Well, that's the other thing, like it. what Rachel was saying is like, Yes, you want them to be able to do that, but you also have to think about the other things like UTIs and rashes and, yes. you know, oh uncomfortableness all day long, you know. So I always say it's just, it's just honestly another fight I even care to have right now. Like if you, I know she's 11 and she is more than capable of wiping herself. Do you have to do both, Jen? Or just poop? I do. I do. I do both. Yeah. At home, I do both. But when she was at school, she would go to the bathroom and wipe herself if she peed, no problem. How well did she do it? I don't know. Her EA said she grabbed blood and dab, which is fine. I mean, yeah. Celie has like, you'd think she's folding a goddamn swan in origami (laughs) with this way it has to happen. Jesse from like the way they taught him is like, he's really particular about it. But and yeah, during COVID, you're like, don't waste that toilet paper. Well, my biggest that. fear, and this is like, <laughs> I mean, maybe so superficial. I don't, I'm very worried about my kids smelling. So I'm mm-hmm. worried that he is going to go at school. He's not going to wipe or anything. Yes. And the kids are going to tease him for smelling. And that breaks my heart because yeah. I remember kids making fun of other kids. Yeah. And I probably did too. Kids are mean. There was like the stinky kid. And now I feel like sick about that. And I do not, I, yeah. I try to it breaks my heart thinking about, I know my kids. Well, I hope they would know. wipe him, James, for but, something like that. Like you would hope, but you hear but these you stories. Don't kids know, have food on their face all day. They have food on their shirts. And like, he's no not going to tell you, he's you not going to say that he's going to do that. So they're going to get to this point where like, oh, well he can go pee by himself because that doesn't require any of that stuff. But no one's, I don't know if they're checking that. Like maybe he got some pee on himself, maybe, you know, just right. stuff like that. And yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah. And with well, Alyssa, like she doesn't like certain things like she likes things to be very clean 
So like she, she can do that stuff. No problem. The only problem that we would have would be like, if she had like a diarrhea poop, because Mm -hmm. she would wipe and wipe and wipe and sometimes mirror it and it would be you'd like wipe it on the wall like you know because oh, yeah. you know that happens and she can't she can't tell you like she can't come into the bathroom or she can't come out of the bathroom and be like oh i need help with this like how kaya can yell for you she could never do that so like but kaya wouldn't kaya wouldn't be able to although kaya is considered verbal she would not be able to articulate if she got poop smeared on her yeah. i mean she would be able to i guess call me and and yeah. maybe indicate on some level but by no means could she articulate that so kind like of I'd see it on the wall and be you like, know? no. <laughs> but now we Surprise. don't have that problem. I had the same problem when she got her period. She wanted to wipe it away. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean, same thing with bug bites. She, she would pick and then, you know, you just, it's like she's so um, rigid about, it's just something she's rigid about. So she'll, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that. I mean, out you, you're right. For her because she'll just, she'll make sure her stuff is to the way she I mean, likes I, it. I guess Kimmy you're right like if she I mean she could say Jennifer who I mean she could somehow yeah. I guess express yeah. it if there's a problem in the bathroom but I mean I'm we all know I'm a little anal pardon the pun when we're talking about poop um <laughs> I when my daughter goes poop I get a warm washcloth and I wipe her I wash her front I wash her bum Rachel can attest to this I do it yeah. every time she goes number two I just want her clean it's the funniest we're always I mean you guys have all been there on the FaceTime with her <laughs> Suddenly we're looking at the bathroom ceiling and then <laughs> Kaya's face just hovers over the hole. Like, I just, yeah. no one needs an itchy bum. You got to make sure no, you get that's it all. That's what I always say. For them, that's right? what I always say. I'm like, Nick, you don't want an itchy bum. You know, Nobody bum wants to walk over. It's like get a warm cloth and I wash her and then the I dry her. And, you know, <laughs> maybe that's why she's like, in poop at school. No one's pulling out the, the warm towel. Like a, yeah. No, but today. Yes, they don't they don't understand the um Queen Kaya's demands, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, just, it just might just be a security for her. Like, do you know what I mean? She might yeah. know that yeah. that's how she wants it to feel afterwards. Yeah. Like well, she yeah. does know that. She does, yeah. She does know that. Yeah. She oh said goodbye gosh. to me today. Bye, Jennifer. I'm like, that, that's what she calls me. I but I'm really your mom, it's fine. <laughs> I just have to tell this so funny I don't know why I don't know how I don't know how this happened okay Celie watches the YouTube we let her buck on there there's been no problems except that there is a contraption that a girl puts on her vagina that turns into a funnel oh that looks yeah. like a penis it doesn't so look pe- like a penis, so you can pee in the woods a go girl a go girl you, you use that to down. pee in the woods <laughs> yeah you slide her down there and then it makes it go from over here out over to here okay go better girl. than the tiktok about bleeping the on the floor okay yeah go girl she only said bleep for not for you listeners but the fact <laughs> that she's a mixed company she's momming right now if you yeah. piss on the floor she will <laughs> she's gonna just go for it yeah yeah it's fine let her, let her go we had to discuss how we don't get the go girl they don't make them for kid sizes she says she cannot wait till her vagina grows up she also calls it her labia or her virginius just because we're on this episode okay <laughs> everybody should know that and that. uh she decides that okay, well, if kids don't get the go girl, then they have to do this other squatting technique. And so every time we are at the hot tub in my dad's neighborhood, which is ritzy schnitzy, guess who goes into the hydrangeas for a big leak? Yeah. She also does the farmer blowout at the side. It is his hydrangeas have never been so hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> hydrated. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just can't. I'm glad it's only at my dad's house. But she dreams Let's of a grown Let's keep that convertmentalized. See, let's just yeah, keep it I say, I Don't pee on other hydrangeas. Pick up that go girl. That's a hydrangea. But I will there. say, like, um, an issue that we have had come up recently with Alyssa at school is that she can't ask to go to the bathroom. So if somebody yeah. doesn't ask her to go to the bathroom. Prompt her to go, yeah. She doesn't go. Um, we should be asking her every 30 minutes, Kimmy. I mean, at least every hour. Hour every to 30 two minutes, hours. She she yeah. can hold her pee fine. Like, but I mean, she shouldn't be holding it from 8.30 to 2 because nobody asks her to go to the bathroom. Right. right. Yeah. So because of the staffing issues that they're having in the day programs now, sometimes it's different staff. It, you you kind of got to be in tune with her. her. Her old teacher was very in tune with her 
Plus, she was a mom, so she knew to like ask her to go to the bathroom. I mean, I don't know. And like for all of us, that's a whole episode. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a whole episode. They brought that up to me, and I'm like, well, she's not verbal. Yes. And she's she dependent. She can sign bathroom. She does it here. She's done it when we're out, when we're, I usually ask her because she's completely independent when she's anywhere where she has access to a bathroom like if she if we're home if we're at somebody's house and sometimes when we're out there's been a few times that she signed bathroom but she doesn't do it that often but we you know we can't well if I have to go to the bathroom I obviously will ask her if she has to go you know Mm -hmm. you just but it is harder when they can't communicate it so this is the first time I've ever run into this because this doesn't happen at school because they make sure they take them to the bathroom yeah you know Celie only says I have a tummy ache yeah my tummy Alyssa just gets a little witchy and we're like, okay, something's going on. And then we yeah. just go through hungry. Do you have to go to the bathroom? You know, it's usually like one of those. I don't know if this was an uplifting episode for the folks or if it was no, motivational. I think, but if you've so gotten I this far, say, we appreciate yeah. the out of you. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, what I was going to say is that if you're in it, potty training, there's proof in this podcast that people get potty trained. Proof is in the book. May happen later may happen at different ages our kids do what they want and when they're ready <laughs> I think it's very common for kids on the spectrum to be trained later I mean I yeah. think four is great yeah. for a child on the spectrum yeah so give yeah. yourself I just some time point out too that as many things on the spectrum you'll be willing to accept totally potty trained status when they only go pee in the yep. day <laughs> you'll be totally <laughs> thrilled when they you'll be even as a white I'll take it you uh, call it potty train. We'll take it. Still wear diapers at night. Yeah, and you, you give yourself it. a check mark for that. Yes, you time. do. Yes. 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 Don't let. It's so much of the outside world. It's these outside pressures of people yes. asking you of like pre- preschool deadlines and stuff like that. Like, just do you do what works? Because I will tell you from experience, it's not worth the tears. And the day my son was potty trained is one of the most relieving days of my life, but just when it happens it will happen yeah and it's not worth like the end of the world because it just makes and it's not it a reflection matter. on your parenting either. not at all not yeah. at all so many tears also invest in some moccasins with that plastic bottom or something just in case you get a little <laughs> yes nobody yes. likes a wet sock in the morning it's hard to love your kid when you it is messy sock. it you is get away from so it. Just messy. also i tried to make it not messy for a little bit and then of a joke so thank you for joining us for this lovely potty training episode <laughs> this is how we do it or have done it some of us and some <laughs> to be continued diet that you had at the time so there are no messes yeah <laughs> it might be able to help with that yeah, you want so some jo- yeah join us for our next episode on this is how you do it this is how we do it Wait, can we just have this you wrap us it. out? This is how I was we like, do it's all I hear every single time. Every this time. is how like we have. do it. Yeah. This is how we do it. Hey, that guys. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at the table for this discussion on potty training for the first episode of our sixth series. This is how we do it. If you are enjoying the podcast and you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate if you could rate and review us. You can also leave a review on our Facebook page. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also email us at tableforfivepodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. Join us next week for episode two of this series. We'll see you then. Bye.